you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life, welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Hey loves, welcome to episode 176, Coping with Tragedy and Emotional Turbulence. Now, it might be a little hard for me to get through this podcast episode today because I'm still feeling a little bit raw, but today I'm going to address a pressing and unfortunately all too common concern in our society, and that is coping with the aftermath of violence, war, mass shootings, and the emotional turmoil that follows. And over the past few weeks, gosh, past few years, really, we've been bombarded with heart-wrenching news of mass violence, war and shootings, and these events shatter our sense of safety and security, affecting not only those directly impacted, but also individuals living far away from the affected areas. When the violence is human-caused and deliberately aimed at harming others. The emotional shockwaves can be profound. And even for those with advanced training, the intensity of such tragic events can be overwhelming. So today, I will do my best to explore how to cope with the myriad of emotions that may arise in the aftermath. You know, this podcast will help some uh, and probably anger some because it's impossible for me to cover all angles of this. I'm just coming from the angle that, you know, I specialize in helping people regulate their nervous system and emotions that they no longer are held back by and that they can in turn reduce their anxiety and overwhelm. So here we go. Well, Last week, I really had to put my own work into practice. I live about a half an hour away from where the mass shootings took place in Maine. And although I was not directly affected by the events, I have friends who have been. They have lost family and friends. And that's a community that is close by, so it has an impact. You know, I went through the myriad of emotions, sadness, stress, anger, grief, guilt, guilt for having feelings of joy or excitement about things while others are in such pain. So I did what I know how to do. Instead of pushing any of those feelings away, I let them wash over me. I did massive amounts of self-care. I used the healing techniques 
that I teach others. And I moved my body a lot to integrate it all. And part of me feels that there isn't anything I can actually say or do to make it better. However, I'm going to share with you the ways in which you can care for yourself during these times. So please use self-care as the foundation. I want to underscore the importance of self-care. It's crucial to remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Self-care is the foundation upon which you can provide effective support to yourself and others. I want to highlight the significance of monitoring your physical health. You know, in times of crisis, it's not uncommon for our routines to be completely disrupted. Stress and anxiety can affect our sleep patterns, our eating habits, and even our energy levels. Therefore, it's essential to pay close attention to these physical aspects of well-being. Adequate rest is critical for emotional resilience. Lack of sleep can intensify feelings of distress and make it harder to cope with the emotional impact of any traumatic event. And maintaining a regular sleep cycle and creating a comfortable sleep environment practicing relaxation techniques can help you improve the quality of your sleep. Now, poor nutrition is another key component of self-care. During times of really heightened stress, it's really easy to neglect your dietary needs, right? You stop eating or you overeat. However, a well-balanced diet provides your body the essential nutrients required for optimal brain function, and emotional stability. Staying physically active is also really crucial. Regular exercise can really help alleviate stress, improve your mood, and boost your overall well-being. It's not necessary to engage in strenuous workouts. Just even a short walk can have a positive impact on your emotional health. So maintaining a daily routine can provide a sense of structure, and stability during turbulent times. And by sticking to familiar habits, you create a comforting environment for yourself. Right? This routine can include simple activities like getting up and going to bed at the same time, having regular mealtimes, setting aside moments for relaxation. All right, let's talk about embracing the emotional spectrum. There are a diverse range of emotions that individuals may encounter in the aftermath of a mass shooting or similar tragedy. Understanding and embracing this emotional spectrum is essential in navigating the healing process. You know, um, I'm, I'm pretty grateful actually for, I'm right in the midst of teaching a program, uh, emotional regulation mastery. And last week on Wednesday, we went over sadness, grief, and guilt. And Wednesday night is when the shooting happened. And so I'm grateful to have gone through that class and to have taught that material on the day because it reinforced what I needed to do for myself. So first and foremost, it's crucial to recognize that 
experiencing a very wide range of emotions during difficult times is entirely natural. There's no right or wrong way to feel. And each person's emotional journey is unique. It's important to grant yourself and others the space to go through this process without judgment and without shame. Grief is a very complex emotion that often surfaces during these times. It can manifest as sadness, anger, confusion, a deep sense of loss. Grief is a necessary part of the healing process and allows individuals to process their emotions and come to terms with tragedy. Anger is another common emotion that may arise. People often feel angry at the injustice of such events, at those responsible, or at the perceived lack of societal change. It's essential to acknowledge anger as a very valid response, and it can be channeled into actually positive actions, such as advocating for change or supporting others. Fear and anxiety are natural reactions to traumatic events. Feelings of vulnerability and insecurity may prevail. It's essential to address these emotions by practicing relaxation techniques, mindfulness, and seeking support when needed. Individuals may also experience shock, numbness, and this emotional response is a way for the mind to protect itself from overwhelming feelings. And it's important for individuals to come out of this state at their own pace, offer them comfort and understanding. In supporting others, it's crucial to offer a listening ear and a non-judgmental space for them to express their emotions. Everyone's healing journey is unique and some may need more time than others to come to terms with their feelings. I want to talk about managing media consumption. Staying informed during a crisis is undoubtedly essential, but it is equally important to be aware of the potential distress that can be caused by extensive media exposure. There are things you can't unsee. Studies have shown that media portrayals of shootings or mass violence or war can contribute to acute stress and post-traumatic stress symptoms just by watching the news. So one effective strategy is to limit your exposure to distressing content. This might involve setting specific time limits for news consumption or choosing to receive updates from reliable sources rather than continuously scrolling through social media. Engaging in conversations about the event can also impact your emotional well-being. While it's very important to share and process your feelings, it's equally crucial to be very mindful of how these discussions affect you. Be selective about the individuals you speak with and who you choose to offer support and understanding. Let's get into the power of connection, okay? 
these events <clears throat> and these types of intentional acts are meant to divide us and create fear. So the power of connection, maintaining contact with loved ones, can provide emotional support that helps individuals cope with difficult situations. Your friends and family can serve as a source of comfort, reassurance, and understanding as you navigate the emotional impact of a mass violence event. Sharing your feelings and experiences with those close to you can be a powerful means of processing and experiencing your emotions. It's really an opportunity to connect on a deeper level and gain a sense of community in the face of adversity. And while it's essential to offer support to others, don't underestimate the healing power of being vulnerable and reaching out when you need assistance. Your loved ones can provide you with emotional support to help you deal with challenging times. Social connections have the potential to boost resilience, reduce feelings of isolation, and foster a sense of belonging. These connections can remind individuals that they are not alone in their healing journey and that they have a network of people who care about their well-being. Now let's talk about focusing on strengths and meaningful practices. During challenging times, it's really easy to become overwhelmed by negative emotions and the weight of tragedy. However, acknowledging your inner strengths and personal resources can help you find resilience in the face of adversity. Each person possesses unique qualities and abilities that can be harnessed to navigate difficult circumstances. These might include qualities like resilience, adaptability, empathy, or a capacity for empathy. And by recognizing and embracing your strengths, you can build a foundation for emotional healing. Engaging in meaningful practices can provide comfort and solace during turbulent times. These practices might include hobbies, creative pursuits, or spending time with loved ones. Finding solace in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment can be a powerful means of maintaining emotional balance. Mindfulness and meditation techniques can also help individuals stay grounded and focused in the present moment. These practices enable you to manage stress, reduce anxiety, and promote emotional well-being. Oh, I did a lot of mindfulness and meditation over the weekend. And positive self-affirmations and gratitude exercises can shift your perspective towards a more positive and hopeful outlook. And continue to find the beautiful and joyful things that are ever-present. And by cultivating a mindset that focuses on the good in your life, you can mitigate the emotional impact trauma. You know, I integrated all of that this weekend by, um, we had a heat wave in the last few, was it Friday and Saturday? And, um, I took the opportunity to move my body, listen to music. And I painted the entire front porch and the back deck and I can barely move. <laughs> 
from that activity, but I'm going to tell you it was the best thing I could have done for myself because <clears throat> while processing these emotions and moving my body and able to um, offload all that energy was so helpful and um, music just allowed it to be even more amazing way to process it all. So lastly, I want to say, if you're struggling, reach out for support. If you find yourself struggling, please reach out to someone who can help and offer you support. I offer myself as well. I can be reached via email at hello at HeidiDelaire.com. I will drop that in the show notes or via messenger on any of my social media channels excuse me, on any of my social media channels. I am sending you all so much love during these difficult times. I offer nothing but love and peace to those we have lost and to those whose loved ones have been lost. Please take care of yourselves the best way you can. And again, if you need help, reach out to someone for support. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to lovewideopen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Dallaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.